With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. All black, all news, all you. It's better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than to have an opportunity and not be prepared. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. You're not paying attention. No, 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 no. Pay attention. Every adult in your family should have a current will. Who's going to take care of your children if something happens to you? Are you going to just let the courts decide their welfare? If you become ill, who's going to stand over your bed making decisions regarding your health care? If you pass away, who's going to handle your business? Visit www.howtogetawill.com to learn more. Handle your business now. None of this will be a worry for you tomorrow. Visit www.howtogetawill.com and handle your business. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. All black. All news. All you. We're changing the way Chicago communicates with the world. CBBN Business Journals, weekdays at 11 a.m. CST. To listen now, visit Chicago's Black Business Radio Network.com. Sonia Cassandra Perdue, Executive Producer. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to our Chicago Connections and to those of you who are listening to our podcast from around the world. We hope that this broadcast finds you in good health, good fortune, and blissfully content. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, executive producer of Chicago's Black Business Radio Network and your host for this segment. This segment is called CBBN Business Journals. This is where we interview business owners, authors, and other innovators from around the world. All of our shows have, from the very beginning, been dedicated to keeping the memory of Mayor Harold Washington on the minds and in the hearts of our people. How do you remember Harold Washington? I want to give a shout-out to Minister Robert Plump, who has been the head of the Harold Washington Foundation, Inc., for 26 years. On April 15, 2022, this year, the organization will be celebrating the 100th birthday of Mayor Harold Washington. Call Minister Plump at 312-671-2773 to find out how you can participate. I understand that they're planning a caravan and other activities, a day in the park, and all kind of things as part of this celebration. Contact Minister Plump at 312-671-2773. 2773, we love writers, artists, poets, spoken word artists, all of them, and anyone with the gift, a gab, and the desire to share their knowledge with us. Our guest today is Yamuel Bradley, who is the author of seven books. I always admire people who complete tests. Wow, seven books. Yamuel? Yes. 
How are you today? So thank you. Thank you for having me. I am awesome and blessed. And Wonderful. Wonderful. We're going to focus on, on, on two books today. The first one is Winning from Start to Finish, and the words that jumped out at me were self-discipline would always be your strongest form of self-love. These words stand out for me because of my lack of self-discipline. And the other book we will discuss today is Get Your Head Out of Your Ass, and I won't even attempt to explain that one. I'll, I'll leave it up to Mr. Bradley, Okay. Uh, welcome to the show. Now, the first thing we no, I'm not even I'm not even try that. But I'm going to um, I'm going to first ask you before you became this writing machine, this furious writing machine. Uh, tell us who you were then. Who who were you before all of this? Well, before before I started writing and everything, uh, I was unconscious. Um, didn't know who I was or where I was going. Um, I was, I was, my only education, um, was the streets and my, my wisdom was just to be a better, um, um, street educated than anything else because I didn't know. I had a lot of I had a lot of issues when growing up as a child. My mother was murdered um, at a young age. Um, I was raised by my grandmother, father in and out of prison. And me, my cousins, and my relatives, we all kind of, the the younger generations kind of raised ourselves. Our cousins became our brothers and our sisters. And growing up, um, that's how it was. And, you know, you know the struggle with young black men, but the the weird part about it is when I did wake up, I was ashamed because I realized that I, I myself had created the image who I had become, and it was time for a change. We, we hear these stories often, and, and it's, and it's uh, many don't get the chance, Mr. Bradley, to live long enough to make that change. They die in their circumstances, mm-hmm. but fortunately, you made it through, and you made the change. So you know both you you know both sides of that story. Our guest today on CBBN Business Journals is Mr. Yamul Bradley, author of Get Your Head Out Your Ass and Winning from Start to Finish, and five other publications. And you can find them on yamulebradley.com. That's Y A M U E L. Bradley.com, and you're listening to CBB and Business Journals. If you want to be a guest on our show, give us a call at 773-609-2226, 773-609-2226. Now let me ask you this. Were you a, are you a natural writer or are you a trained writer? And uh, what influenced you to begin writing or to take that particular role? Well, at a young age, I believe I was around nine years old, um, I, I wrote my first chapter, and it was a, it was a Halloween story. And why, when I first began going to church um, a while ago, back in 1992, when I started going to church, 93, um, you know how that spirit moves you? Well, while in, well, when I'm at home, from listening to the preacher, I used to write sermons. 
down, and then the sermons became a book. I'm still looking for that book back then that I had wrote at that time because I believe it was pretty good. And right then I knew I, I had the ability to write, but I didn't follow through with it until um, I was married. And when I got married, I found out that the woman that I had married had another man's baby in her stomach, and it broke my heart. And my first book, um, A Lover's Guide to Happiness, was on regards to um, how a man should love a woman and how a woman should love a man. And that was written on me envisioning the woman that I would love for the rest of my life and writing to her as a whole. And then then when I started writing to her, I started writing to my children. Because when I was gone, when I was in, when I was in, when I was in prison, I had started wondering what it is that I can do to better myself, to better my my mindset, to change my my will and my ways. So I started reading um, psychology books that talked about the the affect of individuals that were in my positions um, effect on the children's lives that that we left behind. And as I was reading, it was telling me how my my actions and what they would do to my children. And as I was looking at the effect the effect of what I was doing to my children, I realized what it had, how that had affected me. And I did not want my children to follow in my footsteps, so I began to change. I got you. I got you. Now. Um... You have several books, and you can tell us the title of those, several books based on the love thing. Now, these are not romance novels, uh, three or four no. of them. Tell us what type of love stories those are or how those are connected with love and relationships. Share that with our readers. What's the title of those books, and how are they connected? Well, you have A Lover's Guide to Happiness. Um, that is the beginning the beginning journey of the A Lover's Guide to Happiness series. And that just talks about, that's mainly on how a man should love a woman and how a woman should love a man. It talks about red flags to look for in a relationship and how to overcome certain circumstances when you're in a position, when you're being pressured to be in a relationship or pressured or bullied into a relationship. And then I wrote my second book, A Lover's Guide to Happiness Increase. And that one told, told, spoke on stories of children and real-life stories of people who were affected through their parents' decision um, to just fall in love and bring anybody into their, into their atmosphere um, because as a child we trust our parents. And in trusting our parents, we trust those that they bring around regardless of where that person may have been through. And the actions of that individual on that child or on that person affected them to fall into the relationship patterns that they're in right now. And there are real-life stories on what they did and how they came out of it, from child molestations to just parent uh, abuse to how how real-life relationships and circumstances could affect the relationships of that child and anybody coming up in the future. The second book, um, get, the second book, Get Your Head Out Your Ass. Now, this, well, my other books, Get Your Head Out Your Ass. Now, this one I wrote because I was, while 
interviewing people, so many people were complaining. They were whining about the position that they were in, even though they put themselves in it. And some of them were in relationships where they were being bullied and not being respected for, for sacrificing what they could be for to get somebody else where they want them to be. And that talks about that talks about people coming out of, of that that mindset of I have to help you to be happy, even though it's gonna jeopardize my happiness. It's it's it's, it's a whole bunch. It's a whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> All of it's a whole bunch, and, and very seriously yeah. so. This is Sonia Cassandra yeah. Purdue. And we're speaking to Yamul Bradley, and we're talking about some of his books that he has written. Now, let me just go back to one thing, uh, the books on love and relationships, which uh, adults need classes on, because it's almost impossible, almost impossible Mm -hmm. to come out of childhood, come out of your teenage years and your young adult years, Never having been around people, and this is not unusual, and you know this, never having been around people who themselves could not establish healthy and quote-unquote normal, uh, and I use that word very loosely because everybody's not the same, relationships with other uh, members of the opposite sex, women who have have never, I've never been married, but women who repeatedly chose men and men who repeatedly chose women who are truly not worthy of them unless that's what they like. Um, But a child watching all of this, and you can speak on this and I can speak on it too, cannot come out of that life knowing what a relationship is. I had to watch other other families with their mothers and fathers Mm -hmm. and trying to have a normal yep. life to understand what that was. So people who cannot, re- mothers and fathers who cannot maintain any kind of healthy, I'll use that word loosely too, relationship, can't teach other people how to do it because they can't even select the mate. That's, you know, that's worth a damn. That's all I can say about it. So we need some, we need some classes on that. We need to really as adults and very, very, and, and young adults, Okay to really talk about yeah. these things, you know. So I'm glad you got those books out there on that and that people are talking about their relationships because I'm sure you find and you tell me they keep repeating the same things over and over again. You refer to it as the cycle, and it is a cycle. Can you speak on the cycle and how they can break that cycle? Well, the cycle comes from being unconscious. Now, we become unconscious because we're only – we're, we're only not the only knowledge we have is that what we see growing up as a child, and then once that's what we see, that's what we that's what we become, especially with the culture that surrounds us. If we're not going to um, if we're at our at our family barbecues that our children go to, everybody's getting high, everybody's drinking. There's nobody um, instructing that that child to be a better person. Nobody taking that child at that basketball court that's right there and instructing that child on how to even receive compliments and receive instruction, then that's, that's where it comes to the unconsciousness because our mind becomes a block and a wall. 
and when that we know how what happens when a rock hits a wall, all it does is falls right back off. It doesn't go through. And this is this is the mindset of a lot of children. This was my mindset because as growing up, I had that block. I had that wall where where it blocked me from hearing anything that was good, any good information that said you can be and do anything that you want to be because I didn't hear it as a child. And so if we're not hearing, if we're not delivering this message to our children growing up, if we're not delivering this message to our children um, and, and the school itself, we have to do that which we're not used to doing as a parent. You know, because I've always told my, I've always, the, the way I became a better father is I had to be the father that I always wanted as a child. And when we have people in art with my background or with similar backgrounds to raise their child, they have to do that which they don't know, and that is be that parent that they've always wanted that child to be. And in being that parent, that means doing the things that we weren't taught how to do, and the only way we can do it is by learning, is by studying up on it, but then by acting on it by our actions. I'll give you an example. Um, I grew up in Chicago housing a projects, which was predominantly female uh, residents, okay? Um, mm-hmm. when, the begin- when these projects were built in the beginning, they were families. There were men and women uh, families together, okay? But as time went on, this changed, and so these were predominantly had of household female residents. And so their okay. daughters come up the same way, head of household female residents, head of household, the grandchildren come up the same way, head of household female residents. And we start to think that this is normal, which is abnormal. Mm-hmm. But we're yeah. not... Uh, we're not discussing this as though it's abnormal. We're discussing this that it's okay, and this is all right to be this way. But there's something missing. Mm-hmm. The man is missing. The whole family yeah. structure is male, female, and gay people just get all up in the air if you want. <laughs> male, female, and the children, and surrounded by that, mm-hmm. and there's a reason for that. It didn't just happen yesterday or hundred years ago, it happened at the beginning, all right? Mom, dad, kids. And so Mm -hmm. we begin to think that this is normal, a normal life, and that we're not missing anything because we don't even know what we're missing, and that if you don't see your father for three or four times a year, it's not a big deal unless, you know, you're just really missing him because this is normal. If I saw my father for three or four times a year, I wasn't mad. It wasn't like I was crying because I didn't see him or my mother either because it was mm-hmm. like this is this is normal. This is the way it is. My grandmother raised me as well. And so that's a mm-hmm. sad, sad affair right there. And adults really need to talk about this, and they need, they need some classes mm-hmm. on how to think about it in a different way. You don't have to. You can live without a man if you want to, all that kind of stuff, but it makes right. for a different life. And it has an effect on your children and how they relate to the opposite sex. They can't. They don't know how. 
because yeah. you don't know how. And that's really the big part of the problem. You don't know how to relate to the opposite sets. So everything is opposition. Everything is angry. Everything is all about something that it's really not about. And so, yes, we do need to talk about love and relationships and how, and I'm not sure what you say in your books, but how you figure people should love each other and how you do that may not be the way that other people should, but I'm just thinking that other people should really take a look at what's really going on. So all these female relations, all these female households, Without all these men, and the few men are there, you know, there's some jealousy there about her man and, his, and this man over there and that kind of thing, you know. And uh, uh-huh. during that era, women started having babies by a whole lot of different men, whereas before they were still having babies by different men, but they were married to a man, okay? <laughs> but uh, yeah. so that became different. You get this child, the lady lived next door to me, had a baby every year by somebody different. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, now I knew something was wrong with that. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> love and relationships. And uh, I don't know how many men write about love and relationships. I don't think many of them do. Go ahead. You have something you want to say? A lot of, uh, yes, a lot of people, you know, they, they, it comes down to what is love. Um, what is what is real love? What is agape love? What is uh, boyfriend love? What is girlfriend love? What is husband love? But at the end of the day, it comes down to what is love. So a lot of people, a lot of individuals, including myself at that time, before I understood what love was, I wasn't. I was never in love with the in love with the person. I was in love with the feeling. See, a lot of people, they get into a relationship or they meet somebody, and you know how they say they got the honeymoon, the honeymoon period. Well, in that honeymoon period, they're in love with that feeling. And once that honeymoon period is over with and that, that, that feeling that you were getting beginning dwells away and it's gone, now you're getting some negativity, you still, want, you still, you still believe that that, honeymoon period is there because that's what we fell in fell in love with and now we find ourselves in a situation with somebody who don't love us who we don't love and because only thing that we cared about was being in that in that feeling because we've never had that feeling before and once we get a feeling that we've never had before and fall in love with that feeling then we find ourselves chasing it and we chase it, and we go from person to person chasing that feeling. And then as we're going from person to person, we're not using protections. We're leaving ourselves open for failure, and we're getting ridiculed, abused, and all these other things which bring on a different mindset to us as a whole. And now we're just full-blown, I'm going to find this person if i got to go through 100 people, and now we done been through five relationships in in five months or, or in a year or even in two years, and we're still single even though we're in a relationship. I got you. I got you. I guess today on CBBM Business Journals is Mr. Yamul Bradley, author of Get Your Head Out Your Ass and Winning from Start to Finish and five other books. Now, <clears throat> I dog-eared one of your chapters in winning 
from start to finish. Chapter 5. Why do you think you deserve what you want? And I tell you why that jumped out at me as I was flipping through the book. Because we always begging, wishing, and praying for something. But most have never, including me, asked the question. It's like if you believe in a God figure and God asks you, why should I do that for you? You know, what could we give as an answer? Most people couldn't answer that. Why should why should I help you with that? You know, <laughs> I didn't read the chapter because I yeah. want to let you give the listeners your take on it. It's like, why should I do that? You know, why do you deserve it? And we and we don't know why we deserve. It. We just want it. But why should God or why should anybody do that? Why do you deserve what you want? So I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you. Uh, give us your take on that chapter. Well, a lot of a lot of people um, believe that they deserve something. People in the job, people in a relationship, people not in a relationship. We have so many people. I've ran across so many individuals in my process of writing this book, um, who and my coworkers who have believed that they should be in a position that that they're not qualified for, or even if they are qualified for, but don't deserve. So when I asked them this question, um, why do you deserve what, why do you deserve this position? And they, or why do you deserve that what you want? It was hard for them to answer that. So I explained to them, when you really truly know why you deserve what you want, then you're going to do your, when you realize that, and if you even put it in the mirror, on the mirror, and every day you see that and you ask yourself, why do I deserve what I want? Why do I deserve this specific thing? Why do I deserve this specific thing? Then when you open up your mindset to actually being able to, to visualize why you deserve it and then acting on the things and the tools you need to do, we need to do as an individual to actually to get to get that which we deserve because we'll deserve, we believe that we deserve something, but we just want it to be given to us. We don't want it to, to, we don't want to relate to what it actually consists of deserving this. Like I deserve a million dollars, right? (laughs) But I'm not going to do nothing. I'm not going to do nothing to get it. You know, I deserve to win the lottery, but I'm not going to go buy a lottery ticket. You know, so this is this is one of the reasons why I, I wrote this because I wanted people to actually understand what it is that they truly want, and then once they understand what they truly want, now it's asking what is it that you can do to get this. So if you lost a job or you were in competition with a job and you lost it, and that other person got it before you got it received that position. Why do you why do you why do you believe that you deserve that position more than that other person? Okay, now that you now that you understand that, now what are you going to, what tools and what actions are you going to do the next time that position comes around to actually earn it and deserve it anymore? So not just you know why you deserve it, but the person who's you're interviewing with or the person who who sees you knows that you deserve it. Now, you know you done started something here. I'm a little bit hanky because <laughs> I'll be going around <laughs> asking people. <laughs> you started something. I mean, and it's just going to blow up. I know it is, you know. <clears throat> I don't have anybody against anybody who 
practice the Christian religion. My sisters, Jehovah Witness people, mm-hmm. you know, they know everything. You can practice whatever mm-hmm. you want, okay? But yeah. uh, all this baking and wishing and prayer, I'm going to ask them, well, why should God give you that? Why do you think you deserve yeah. that from God? And that's getting ready to start a whole mm-hmm. bunch of mess. Watch me. But anyway, <laughs> I think one of the most what important are, what things I'm doing? telling you, you, you have, started something. What are you doing to get that? Yeah. What are you uh-huh. doing to yes. what, are you, what are you doing that will, will make God say yes that the next person isn't doing? Because at the end of the day, we may deserve something, but if if you're doing the same thing that another individual is doing, and just because you both are doing the exact same thing, it means the weight nobody nobody's weight is heavier. You know, it's like the scales. If you're both doing the same thing, then it's even. So you both both deserve it. So you really don't deserve it more than that other individual if you're going into a position, if you're looking to go to the next level in life as a person or in a career. We always have to do more if we want more. We can't do less or the same, correct? This is so true, and it has never changed. It has never changed. Okay, um, mm-hmm. I think one of the uh, yeah I'm telling you 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 started it you started it and I'm gonna let you know <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of people ticked off but anyway <laughs> I think one a question that is uh, I don't even know if it's just as important or equally as important is for us to ask is why do you want that. Because we don't know yes. that why yes. we want the thing, and that's a difficult question in a lot of instances, mm-hmm. okay? Why do you want that? And if you stop and ask yourself that, uh, it's going to be some weird answers coming out of that because you probably, many people are not going to be able to express why they want it. Well, I just, I just want it, you know? So I think that goes along with that. Why do you want that? You know, that's a question we need to ask ourselves about some of the things that we do. And I need to ask myself that about all this multitasking I'm doing over here like I'm crazy. But uh, why do you want that? (laughs) Why do you want that? Yes. And then after that question, you follow up with it. Now, if you were to get it, what would you do with it? What would you do with that which you want? It doesn't even have any value for them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They might find that they really don't want it, <laughs> and uh, and if they get it, they really wouldn't they know have... what to do with it anyway. <laughs> right, right. And you know, like we we're, we're we're talking about we're talking about lottery. We're talking about people, um, even uh, all star athletes that put in all that work to become millionaires, and now they're all broke. You know, they put in all this money to go. You have people that's going to get in educations that's in graduating, and, and they're working at AMPMs. They're working at, at, at stores that, that, their, that their level of education that they went to in college surpasses because now that they got that which they wanted, they don't know what to do with it. So it just comes down to us really researching ourselves as a person, finding that that which we love and that which we want to do, 
And that's one of the reasons why winning from start to finish came into place because I have my general manager, he's, he's active in making sure that everybody, um, everybody progresses. But anything that we do in life, there has to be discipline if we want to succeed. If we want to wake up and have a beautiful morning, we got to make sure we don't push that snooze button too many times because we're going to wake up groggy or we're going to miss some of the things that we could have had. We're going to, we're going to be late or find ourselves rushing to work when we could have got up, drank that coffee, woke up a little bit, got dressed, and had time to sit back and do some meditation or even the prayer and go, and go, out, go out that door on a good note. So it, it comes it becomes hard when we when we wanna go to the next level in life. Whether it be whether it be being a better parent, whether it be just being a better person, grabbing an education, reading a book. We, a lot of people don't read books, so what I tell them is read the read two read two paragraphs a night. And then next thing you know, if you do read two paragraphs a night, you ain't gotta read a chapter. Start with two paragraphs. You're going to find yourself reading four paragraphs. You're going to find yourself reading a chapter. You're going to find yourself finishing a book in two days or three days faster than you would have did if you had just tried to just read the book. You would have stopped and put it up on the shelf, and it would still be sitting there, and you not even you not even started it. When we go out our when we, when we attempt to educate ourselves in everything that we do, we can never stop because there's too much knowledge in this world for us just to sit back and think that the knowledge that we have is enough. This is true, and many people think that. They just stop, but they call it stuck. I'm going to uh, – we've got a couple of more minutes here. we got a few more minutes here. i going to ask you a couple of more questions. And uh, what has been your best experience with your readers? Tell us about your relationship with your readers. My readers are awesome. When I wrote my first, when I wrote my second book, um, A Lover's Guide to Happiness Increase, there was a gentleman uh, who I used to run with in the past. Um, he was going through some things, and he had he had came up to one of my book signings at one of a one of our it's called a white party where everybody wears white. Um, after he had purchased the book, uh, three days later, or I think may have may have been a week later. I'm walking from my father's house to the um, corner store, and a car pulls up and stops in front of me. I see him hop out, and his, wife, and his wife hops out, and she comes up to me. He says, this is him, baby. This is him. And she gives me a hug. She says, I just want to thank you because my husband has been reading your book in A Lover's Guide to Happiness and has been following the steps that you gave. And I just want to tell you, these short days, it, I feel like I've been, I'm on a honeymoon already. And, and it just blew my mind almost when they left. I almost was in tears because <laughs> I, I realized that that book that I wrote saved a life. And they're still doing awesome to this day. You know, so in the books, that I, the books that I've written, the re, from my readers, I'm getting, they're, they're calling me saying with the winning from start to finish, they're telling me I see myself. It's like you're talking to me when I read this, and it's, it just moves my spirit. So I, I, I'm just blessed that God has given me the, these books to write because I didn't do it myself. Before I write any book, I have to pray. 
I have to ask God to give it to me, to direct me, because I can't do this by myself. I need, I need his, I need his blessings just to write anything. Okay, I got you. I got you. Now, let, let me ask you this. <clears throat> there was a person in my group. I'm not sure if you're in our group, Chicago's Black Business Network on Facebook, and uh-huh. we got. We, we've we got about 23,000 people over there. And, you know, those same people belong to like a million groups, you know. They come over there and post their little mm-hmm. things and they run around. But it was one person uh, who asked me about a book club. I wanted to start a book club. And I said, you know, my plate is full, which it is. I, I, I honestly, Mr. Bradley, cannot put one more thing on my plate, even though I keep doing it. I just, I just can't. I can't do it. And I have to realize I can't do it. There's not enough hours in the, the day for me to do what I'm supposed to be doing. Okay? And so I told, I told her, I say, I can't add anything else. I, I mean, and I'm just being honest about it. I mean, it's just, it's no, I mean, I could do it. I could start organizing. I asked them if they wanted to do it. <clears throat> I think that relationship book, you know, they like to talk about relationships, but they like to do it in a negative way. You know, they'll tear something like that up, okay? But I think that relationship <laughs> book, I'm going to put you in touch with that person. And then if you and her would like to do that, you're welcome to do it over there. I'll help you share it and that type of things. But I can't organize it. Okay. So let me you don't have to make the decision right now, okay? But let me know later on because I know your plate is full too, okay? But if yes, two or three people yes, take it on, it would lighten their load a little bit, okay? So let me know. You okay. don't have to let me know right now. Let me know, uh, you know, in a week or so. If it's something that you would like to do with that book or one of those relationship books, okay? And that and that I'll open great. up my group and, and my network to 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 that to discuss relationships in a different way. And I'm gonna put you in touch with because uh, I'm a connector, honey. I'm gonna put you in touch with uh, <laughs> Tim O T. Uh, he's in Detroit. Okay. Now, what city and state are you in? I'm in Tacoma, Washington. Okay, okay. So we're in the, north, in the northwest out here by Seattle, Seattle, Washington. Okay. Now, he has this show, Heart to Heart Relationship Talk Show. So mm-hmm. I'm going to put you in touch with him. He has a TV show where he does, and that's what they talk about, relationships, all kind of stuff. It's comedy, too. they comedians, too. But uh, nice. I'm going to put you in touch with him as well, because that sounds like something that would fit into something like that, too, okay? And you might want to connect with them and come okay. on some of, uh, you know, they Zooms and stuff, you know, and give your answers and yeah. talk about what you do and stuff. He is, they, they're good people. They're young people out there uh, in Detroit. We're from different places, and they're good people. I like sitting in. I'm probably the oldest person in the whole Zoom. But I like, uh, and they get a little wild with it. But uh, I like it. I like listening to them, and, but and they're uh, achievers as well, you know. So I like listening to what they're yes. doing. Somebody owns a cannabis shop, and they oh, oh they busy. They busy, okay. So I'm gonna put you in uh, touch with Tim and the book club. I have to write everything down because I'm old now. You're listening to CBB and Business <laughs> Journal from Sonia Cassandra Purdue, and. Uh, 
executive producer for CBB and Business Journals. If you'd like to be on our show, give me a call, 773-609-2226, 773-609-2226. I know I had a lot more questions here. we got a couple of minutes, and I'm going to let you close out and share what it is, what else you want to share for a couple of minutes. Go ahead. you got the floor. Okay, well, um, it's, life isn't easy. Um, every day every day is a test, but it's a test within ourselves. But it's a test is are we going to win in this day or are we going to treat this day as, as, as we're going to lose in this day? We have to take every opportunity of every minute that we're given as soon as we wake up. Our mindset, our body, our physical, and everything has to be in place, but most importantly, our spiritual mindset. As a, as, a, as a black man, as a white man, as a Native American, Chinese, whatever you are, we have to be focused on the true prize, and that is success within ourselves. It's not, it doesn't have to be success, success financially because there are so many people who are happy and have less than most. But, however, if we can stay focused in everything that we're doing on our job, in our household, with our family, and guide our children in the right direction. Do that which we don't want to do. Sit down and read our child a book. Sit down for 10 minutes after that child gets out of school and ask them about their day and encourage them before they go to school and let them know how amazing that they are. We have to open up not just our minds but the minds of those that are around us, and it starts at the children at a young age. So if we can do that, we're going to have success in everything that we do. I have, right now I got a book signing coming up down here at the Tacoma Dome in Tacoma, Washington. It's going to, it's with the women's, it's with the Northwest Women's Show. If there's anybody that's going to be in the neighborhood, go ahead and stop on in. It's going to be November 12th on Saturday and November 13th, two days at the Tacoma Dome. And there's going to be other books that's going to be coming out. Uh, my next book uh, may be in, called In Love With the Feeling, Not With the Man. And that's going to be another relationship book that's going to be really, really in-depth on, on grinding ourselves, knowing who it is that we get in a relationship with before we bring them around our family because that's important. We're, when we bring people around our family that we believe we, we know, and make our family believe that we trust them, our family's going to trust them. The kids in our family's going to trust them. And this is going to be one of my um, uh, uh, plans in the book to get out and to show people how to actually um, understand that, who they're actually bringing into their relationship. Because this is just they're going to change the lives of everybody who, who's around them and including themselves. I just want to thank you for giving me the opportunity um, to talk with you. It's a true blessing. Um, it's just, just knowing that the things that you're doing out there is touching the lives and changing lives is awesome. And I want to congratulate you on accomplishments that you have you have done so far, Sonia. I want to thank you very much for that. Now tell us where we can find your books online. Yes, you can find my books on Barnes and Nobles, 
and on Amazon.com. If you want a signed copy of a book, you go to my website, www.yamulebradley.com. That's www.yamulebradley.com. And you can order a book on there, and I'll send you a signed autographed copy of the book, or you can order it on Amazon. Just look up my, my name, Yamio Bradley, and it'll pop on up up there for you to purchase. Sounds great. Thank you so much for being with us. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network is an Afrocentric media organization, and it's designed to express the collective interest of the black world community through its broadcast. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue. This segment is called CBBN Business Journals. We share so that we can all grow from the experience of our guests. To sponsor a show or to be a guest on CBBN Business Journal, give us a call at 773-609-2226. That's 773-609-2226. want to thank you for being with us today, and good night. Good night, Mr. Bradley. Good night, everyone. Good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.